You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. All right, Jay, let's talk about the hardwood for a second. Let's talk about what's going on in the NBA, the playoffs. Everything seems wonderful and rosy. What we found out today is that the Celtics just swept Philadelphia. Four-game series swept. Those boys out of there, they're gone. What are your thoughts and opinions on what you've seen so far out of the NBA in this reboot towards the championship? The biggest problem with the 76 that we saw is Ben Simmons is gone. You know that partially dislocated left kneecap? It was over then. It was over then. I, you know, it, and Joel Embiid, for as much as he talks, when they really needed him to put this team on their back, we didn't really see him do that. He had a couple of decent games. But we, I'm talking about we needed that 40-point, 20-rebound game out of him where he was just dominant, could not be stopped. We never really saw that. We never really saw that, and then also we look up and now they're gone. You know, so to, here's the question. It, was Joel Embiid Joel Embiid, or he's only Joel Embiid when Ben Simmons is there? You know, that that's the issue with that. So uh, we just saw a team right now that I think once Ben Simmons went down, it was over with anyway. I don't think they really thought, the 76ers really thought they could win, and it didn't really matter who the 76ers were playing. They could have been playing the Cubs. That's crazy, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. But I got a question for you. Got a question for you. Let's just throw it out there. So the Chicago Bulls, they get the fourth pick, and everybody's wondering who they're going to take. Could you make a package, put a package together, where you would send the fourth pick to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons? Oh, I don't know. Do you do you want Ben Simmons and, um, and uh, Zach Levine? Uh, at the same time? Well, maybe you send Zach Levine there. In fact, Ben Simmons, if you look at the numbers, and I looked at the ESPN trade machine, Ben Simmons is only making $9 million. So, actually, you'd have to send some more if you sent out either Thaddeus Young, you sent out Zach Levine. I don't think you can send out Otto Porter just yet. But if you send one of them with the fourth pick and – you know, you swap picks with them, make the deals match. Would that be something you'd be interested in doing? No, I don't think so. I, I, I think I think you I think you take this pick. I don't think you can go wrong. I don't think you can miss from four with this pick. You know, either you, either you're not going to get Anthony Edwards. He's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Ob Toppin. Even though I think it's going to reverse, I think the Bulls got a bigger chance to get Ob Toppin than 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 um than the Warriors going there. I have I have a slight suspicion that Lamelo Ball is going to end up being a warrior, but regardless, even if, even if Lamelo Ball falls to the Chicago Bulls, there is your point guard now. There is your absolute point. There is no decision either direction. He's your point, and now you have a six eight, almost six nine point guard, freakishly athletic, unafraid, who's going who who has a great opportunity to pass the basketball at any point in time. You can't. You 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 got to guard this guy. This guy's going to go by you if you don't. And now you got a now you got a Zach Levine who can, who's going to be able to attack off the wing. Now this is going to open up that offense. I really think right now this is going to be one of the most um, important drafts for the Chicago Bulls, and they're lucky that this 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 uh, lottery ball fell in the way because there's a there, there's really in these top four there's really not a can't miss guy. I I even if the Bulls even if Obi Toppin 
uh, fell down to the Bulls. At least you have a guy who's going to come in and score for you and bang away, and he's going to give you some toughness. But I'd rather see LaMelo Ball fall to the Bulls. Okay, so, uh, wow. I hadn't even thought about it because most analysts are saying that LaMelo Ball is going to be gone within the top three. And a lot of projection is saying that the Bulls are going to pick up Denny. Uh, I've I've got to work on that. Yeah, try try that out, sir. Try that out. Yeah, I'm going to try that. So would you be opposed to the Bulls picking up? Because I don't think you need an Obi Toppin. You've got Wendell Carter. I think they're the same player. I think, actually, Wendell Carter might be better than Obi Toppin. But that's just my thought. So I'm just saying, let's say LaMelo's gone. I'm not a big Edwards fan. Good two guard, but then again, you still got that problem. What do you do with Zach Levine if you're going to bring in a rookie too? So, do you go for a Halliburton? Do you go for a point guard that maybe is Mike Conley ish, but you know, not the same flair? Or do you pick up a Denny who's a small forward and he's supposed to be this new age small forward that can play three positions from the two? To the four, is that a look that you do, or do you go for a big man? How do you make a move, moving with that fourth pick going forward? Well, I, I think I think you take the best player possible at that point in time. So if Weissman, if, if those three guys are gone up top, if Top is gone, if Edwards is gone, if Lamelo's gone, now you're looking at Weissman taking that guy. I mean, you you got you got to take the next best player that's available. If you can get one of the top centers coming out of the draft, all these guys are super athletic. Um, they're coming out the draft right now. So if you get a, a kid that's a Onikuya, the kid from USC, Ogagakua, Okongwu. No. I'm trying, y'all. Please stop. Um, Please. <laughs> Please stop. Not but again. this is a guy. This is a guy who's only 6'9", 6'10", but he had he can do everything. This is a guy who's going to bang the boards for you. He can shoot the ball for you. So you, I, at this point in time, I think with the Bulls. Uh, I don't think you get cute and try to package up anything because you really don't have anything to let go to package up. You know what I'm saying? You really can't allow a Kobe White to get out of here. You really need to try to keep um, uh, Zach Levine. You really, you're really, older guys, who wants him? Right. Who who wants him? You know what I'm saying? You brought in Sadaraski, buddy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're, 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 and so you have, you have all types of different things going on with salary caps and stuff like that. So when you look at the situation with the with the Bulls, I think they're stuck at picking this fourth pick and keeping this fourth pick. Okay, so is it still a death nail? Is this fourth pick as devastating as having the seventh pick? Because your top three in this draft, you don't have one of the top three. So now you're left with whatever's left out of these these ten top players. Should they have been able to gotten up to maybe second or third? Now you've got a real shot at LaMelo or Wiseman. Okay. Well, but now what do you do with that fourth pick? Well, like I said, though, but you, you have a chance at four that you're going to get. I think, I think one through four are going to be really good NBA players. I think you got, you got Edwards. That, that's, I think is going to go number one. Uh, you got Wiseman going in there. You got Obi Toppin. And then you got LaMelo Ball. I think all these guys are going to be – at some point in time, all-stars in the NBA. I really believe that. Obi Toppin is, is amazing to me. I mean, from a guy who I really didn't know, and all of a sudden you see this athletic ability, and he's got a mean streak. Um, this guy plays nasty. And then you got LaMelo Ball, who I think is just going to get better. 
if they ever get this jumper fixed, fixed, you know, just fixed enough that he that he can be super consistent from outside because they're the six eight six nine, and I think he's gonna get even taller. Uh, you might look at you might see Lamelo six nine six ten handling the ball on the outside. You're because he's not gonna get ripped. You're ridiculous. You're sleepy. You're getting tired. You're getting <laughs> it's hot outside, well, so you have heat he's exhaustion. A, he's a full six eight. And what is he? Only nineteen. Yeah. He's yeah. a full six eight. I mean, he might be a six. He might be a six eight in stocking shoes, in stocking in stocking feet. So now you're talking about he can't he can't get another inch inch and a half in a year and a half. This guy can't be six nine, almost near six nine and a half, six ten, handling the basketball for you, breaking people down. Oh, look, this guy here is going to be something else. He's going and, he, and you can see his athletic ability is starting to come out. He's not as great of an athlete as his brother, but he's going to be three inches taller than his brother. So let me say and, uh, this then. You're saying Minnesota is going to pass that by when you get a chance to get in a point guard of the future, move D'Angelo Russell to the two, and possibly move Cat to the four? That wouldn't be yeah. a devastating package? Oh, I think that because, would be something. Well, the issue is because you didn't have basketball to go on right now, so all you're going on is rumor and innuendo. Mm-hmm. The only thing you've really seen from uh, LaMelo Ball is what he's done overseas. You really didn't get a chance to put him into these camps. You didn't get him a chance to see him really going one-on-one to get some of the top guys in the country and see can he really exploit. So you really don't know. But some of your guys, you absolutely know. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, you don't sound like you're a really big fan of Edwards. You know, I no. think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a really, a really good uh, player. I think he's going. You know, he's deserving of the number one pick. He's going to be. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he's going to be. You so, know, to uh, me, he's a a poor man's version of Jimmy Butler. So yeah, but that ain't bad though. I mean, if he yeah. works, if he works hard enough, I mean, the Bulls would love to still have Jimmy Butler. The Bulls had Jimmy Butler, and they, and they would have loved to still have Jimmy Butler. <laughs> they should still have Jimmy Butler. They still should. There's no reason Jimmy Butler should not be a Chicago Bull right now. True. Now that's true. That's that. In the great words, my home girl, facts. That is right. facts that he should not <laughs> not be a bull at this point. Because yeah. I mean, it really makes no sense. Because with the Bulls now, you look at free agency. So now you're going to lose Chris Dunn because I don't think yep. you can afford to re-sign him. And you have nobody else. Nobody has figured out what Chris Dunn is yet. And I'm my concern is he's going to go to another team and somebody's going to figure out how to use him as a point guard. And he's going to be nasty. Awesome. When he gets yeah. defensively ready, let's yep. say Chris Dunn ends up in Miami with Jimmy Butler. Can you imagine yep. a one and a two that can defend the way they do? And you get him around a guy who can who can teach him. Hey, these are the angles you need to take to attack. Because right now, Chris Dunn's working too hard to get to the basket, and I think he's a over he, he's an over trier. Mm-hmm. And I think he gets I think he gets um, really disgusted with himself quickly. And I you know because because you see him trying, he he's working hard out there. He's just not getting the results that he should be getting. Right. But once he starts figuring out, stop taking them two steps when you only need to take one. You know, work this angle. Then we're going to work this thing for you. We're going. To, we're going. To, we're going to. We're we're passing this ball three different times so we can get you on a back door cut and get you started so you start getting some easy looks to the back. Because Chris Dunn had to work way too hard one on one basketball because that's been the Bulls' mantra here for the last three or four or five years. And they're going to play one on one basketball. Let the clock run down. All of a sudden, now it's seven seconds. And I got to come out here and put on my curly kneel impersonation and jack up a jumper and go in there and fall down at the baseline 
that's what's been happening. Or give it to Zach Levine to see if he's going to dunk on somebody. But you no, know, they're not. They're not a fluid ball movement type of offense. If you get him in, in where he knows he's the third option, we're running this play for you. And we started this play at, at 17 seconds, and when it's eight seconds of play, and the ball is coming to you, this might be a guy who might. And then, then, then we're going to be sad as as uh, Chicago Bulls fans because we always knew Chris Dunn could do it. He just couldn't do it here in the Windy City. That I think that will be so disheartening to see. And my always my question has been, it's not the other players. Okay, so Chris Dunn has a problem playing with Zach Levine. Um, let's see. Any, we can actually name anybody. Everybody's had a say, problem with playing with I was about to say, him. who doesn't have a problem playing with Zach right. Levine? Right, Laurie Markkinen has a, playing with, a problem playing with Zach Levine. Tom Thibodeau wouldn't even play him. He would. He was a third. He was not even the sixth man. He was like the third rotational, and then yeah. maybe we'll play you, but not really. So, is the issue really Zach Levine when it comes to the Chicago Bulls? Yeah. Well, here and this is the reason why you got to bring in a true point guard. You got Kobe White's not a true point guard. He was just all they could come up with at that particular point in time. You know, uh, you need to bring in a guy who runs the point who now that Zach Levine doesn't have to worry about handling the ball, he doesn't have to worry about doing these things, that he's going to give him the ball in the right position where he needs to be so he can attack. This is what you need to do. And the mellow ball, I'll keep bringing him up. I don't think he's going to be there for the Bulls, but I hope he is. And I hope the Bulls don't do anything foolish and not get him. Now, will I have egg on my face if Lamelo comes in here and stinks the place up? Yeah, but I don't think he's going to do so. But if you got a guy at that size who can handle the rock, who can, who can make everybody around him better, who's been playing professional basketball since he's been 15 years old. He's literally a European guy coming to play for the Chicago Bulls. This is what people don't understand. This kid has been playing up since he was 12 years old. Mm -hmm. They they moved mm -hmm. him up so he could out of eighth grade to, a, um, to be in ninth grade uh, so that he could play with his brothers on the best basketball team ever to play in high school. Yes, I said it. Chino Hills was the best team ever. They crushed everybody. Modern day, everybody, come and roll it out. Take a look at it. If you don't like what I just said, hit me in the inbox, the comment section. And, yeah, I'm talking about Simeon when they had Derrick Rose and everybody else. You are so reckless, my friend. I mean, <laughs> I don't even – Whoa, buddy. You're not going to have them boys come looking for us. You're not going to have them coming <laughs> looking for us over there. It's foolishness. But since we're there and we're talking about it, let's say I saw one of the projections where you've got uh, Mello sliding to the four, slide yeah. to that four slot. Yeah. Um, if I get a chance between Halliburton and, and Mello, you're still sticking with Mello versus I'm Halliburton. Taking, it's got to be the upside. You gotta go with the upside. You gotta swing for the fences right now. You know what I'm saying? Here, you know, here, here comes the 94 mile an hour fastball right down the heart of the plate. It's three and two. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you got a man on second. You need a home run to win the bottom of the ninth. You gotta you gotta go after the guy with the upside potential. The mellow ball could possibly be an all-star for you. Or he can be a guy, an all-star hot dog maker, uh, 
<laughs> Eater sitting on the bench somewhere down the line. But I believe this guy, because of his work ethic, the mellow ball has gotten better every year he has played. He for for the age group that he's been playing with, he's been playing with older guys, and we know he never got outclassed where he was playing. That when he was over there overseas and he was playing against grown men, and he was 15 and 16 years old, he was getting beat around a little bit, but he was finding ways to score the basketball. When he came back over and he was playing in the states, this guy was one of the top players in the country at his position when he came in. So this is a guy who has built himself up to be one of the top four players in the draft. I'm telling you right now, this guy, the upside potential to get somebody like this, 6'8", 6'9", point guard, Magic Jackson, uh, Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson-esque. I, I, he's a better passer. He's a better passer than Magic Johnson. Okay, Let's see, say that right now. no, I was, you were, I was with you because you were going to say Magic Jordan Johnson. I got you. But don't you have don't you, you be disrespectful? Pass, don't be have disrespectful. Have you seen this guy pass the basketball? Have you seen him I've pass seen the him basketball? Pass good. I've seen him. This guy, this guy throws live passes from three quarters of the court away. Okay, so you don't like Denny? Denny's ba- able to thread the needle. He's supposed to be the next. Um, well, uh, somebody like yeah. Arvidas. No, he's not Arvidas. He's not going to be that size. He's going <laughs> to be. <laughs> he's going to be. He, he, he's not, he's going to be better than Tabo Cephalosha and uh, wow 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 <laughs> I can't I can't, <laughs> I can't believe you pulled him out okay oh, well okay um he reminds me uh, a player used to play for the Kings Sacramento Kings somebody should know his name uh he's a Bernard European player I wouldn't be Bernard King but. Okay, I was just going for it. You don't know. I didn't know either. We he's, can just went for it. He's European. Why would he be Bernard King? Well, you brought up Sabo Cephalosha or whatever his name is. Well, I mean, you know, your... he's like Tabo Cephalosha <laughs> size. I mean, he, I think. You know. So I mean, okay. So no, 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 no. You no. don't. You, you don't, don't know. You don't like him no. at all. No. Look, do we need a point guard here with the Chicago Bulls? Most definitely. Most is definitely. LaMelo Ball a point guard? He is. Okay. He is. He's been playing point guard since he was six. You know, <laughs> this guy has been playing up his entire life. I don't think there's, I don't think it's going to be too big for him. I think he's going to play real well. I know one thing he's going to do. He's going to make everybody better, and everybody's going to run when he's on the floor because the ball might be coming to you. Now, on the defensive side, ooh, I don't know. Hopefully he can just stay in front of some people. You know what I'm saying? Just hoping he can do that. But I think offensively, though, I think he's going to be okay. I really do. Is that jumper still a little broke? It's still a little bit broke, but they'll get it fixed. You know, you, you see, you see, you see, uh, you see his brother's jumpers look a little bit better. You know, is, is he going to kill you from outside? But you don't need a guy to kill you from outside. But the bear, the, the bears, I've got the bears on my mind. But the Bulls are not an outside shooting ball club anyway. That's why Denzel Valentine stays on there because he's one of the few guys who can go out there consistently shoot a three-pointer, and it actually looks like it might be going in. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, Zach's going in. They the do, time. but you know, but but, you, but Zach Levine does not scare you tremendously. I mean, he's a good three-point shooter. He's a great – look, Zach Levine is probably one of the best um, offensive players that the Bulls have had. Um, I, I, You know, his size, his speed, his quickness, you know, his jumper's not bad. I mean, he looks great going to the hoop. He's really, really a top-ten player, I think, uh, in, in Bulls lore, to tell you the honest truth. 
but he's a guy who needs some help. He's a guy who, who should not have to depend on bringing the basketball up. He shouldn't be able to do that. And he's got to have somebody who's going to get him the basketball where he can attack. You got to, if you can get, if you can get a six, nine true point guard, that's what you should do. Okay. So we're looking at a, a true point guard, but what if all of them are gone? What do you do then? What if what, your top three? What if what if Ball is there's gone? Four, there's four guys Wiseman, ready though. And um, you you don't want to see Anthony Edwards as a bull. Say he fell to number four. You wouldn't take Edwards as a bull. Where are you gonna play him? Well, I'm saying now is now is the best player on the board. It's the best player on the board. You can play him anywhere. You you can you can play small ball if you had to. You see you see what who's that the rock who's playing that small ball the Rockets? Yes. You know, they're, they're scoring 187 points a game or whatever they're doing, but they're giving up 189. You know? <laughs> but, um, hey, they don't, they don't look too bad either. No, they don't look too bad. But I'm just saying no. with Anthony Edwards, I'm not I'm not a, a big Anthony Edwards fan. So anybody okay. who knows that, I, I think he has potential. But there are a lot of players who have potential. You see potential every day that's unused. I think when he gets to the league, it's going to be a different story. He's kind of, it's like that Buddy Hill thing. It's like he's that dude that looks physically like he should do it. But once you get him out there, it might not be exactly what you think. I don't think that he's going to be a game changer for a organization. Now, I could be wrong. And later down the line, 10 years later, somebody listens to this podcast and says, you know what, G Sizzle, you were crazy because he's the greatest player out there. I'll take that. But I don't think he's going to be that. And I wouldn't make him – I would not make him my number one pick. Not at all. Not when you've got a Wiseman, you got Ball, you've got players out there who can do – okay, so let's talk about this one real quick, Jay. What if Wiseman falls to the number four pick? Would you take him? Well, I doubt. Oh, without a doubt, with, with cherries on top and uh, sugar syrup. <laughs> Look, you got to take these. You, you, I don't care. Any of these top four guys that are coming in is probably going to be an upgrade somewhere on the Bulls. Let's look at that from that standpoint. You know what I'm saying? If you got a guy who's coming sixth, seventh off the bench and he came out of his draft, it's still an upgrade for the Bulls. The problem with the Bulls is that you had a, a, some guys up top who could really play for you, but your core, your core is not strong. The only reason why a um, a team like uh, the Golden State Warriors is able to play like they're able to play and fit guys in because they have probably the best shooting backcourt ever and one of the best defensive uh, 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 linebacker type guys ever who runs a defense for them. But beyond that, their core isn't great, but they don't need to be super great because you have great offense sitting out there who can help you out. The Bulls don't have that. They don't have a great offense. And so since they don't have a great offense, they need help from that second team. That second team needs to be able to push the basketball, uh, go up against other teams' second team, and beat that other other team's second team. That's what's going to give the Bulls an opportunity to win basketball games. So either one of these four guys, I'm not going to lose any sleep at all. If it's Weissman, if it's Edwards, if it's Toppin, if it's Ball, I'm good to go. I'm just glad they're not picking seventh again. Okay, you you just keep being disrespectful and leaving Denny out. Because Denny might be the new coming of Peja Stoyakovich. Huh? Did you ever think you about went, that? You went and looked that up, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Because I had to remember. I was like, I know he reminds me of somebody, but I couldn't remember yeah. who. But it, yeah. It's possible. But the whole thing about it is 
if you're the Bulls are not, the Bulls are very close to being the Cleveland Cavaliers, the bad Cleveland Cavaliers. All right. This ping pong ball bouncing to number four to them could be the savior of their franchise. You better take a guy right now who could possibly be a guy who could be an all-star because, and, and, and tie him in with Zach Levine. Cause if not, you might have 5,000 people at the United Center. Listen, we're going to leave it right there because right now I'm telling you as it stands that uh, Denny could be the second coming of like Scotty Pippen, the European version. It wow. Could, it could happen. I don't know. It, look, man, would you not love to have a Pippen type here? Ooh. I mean, man, so, somebody like that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I mean, wow. Scott, hey, Scotty Pippen, man, untold. I, you know, top 10. I got him in top 10 in the NBA all time. You know what? It's funny that they say Hutchinson is supposed to be like the son of Scotty Pippen. That's why he was drafted by the Bulls. But, uh, oh, right. really? Like for real? For real? Or is it just. Of course, that rumor has it. Breaking news <laughs> on the sizzle. Wow. Scotty Pippen's son is on the Bulls. No, you're wow, not going to. that'd be crazy. You're not going to have those people looking for us, too. You're not going to. Hey, Scotty Pippen's son is pretty decent, though. Have you seen him? Yeah, play? yeah, he good. is decent. He's decent. A lot yeah. of these younger players, uh, the sons are going to be really good. I think uh, yeah. Carmelo's son is going to be good. We already yeah. know about. I My thing with, with LeBron's kids. I don't know if they're going to get any taller. I don't he know. He, he took after his mom. See, hey, people used to get on LeVar Ball, right? Well, but LeVar Ball said he had a plan. When he married their, his wife, who's like 6'3", and her stocking feet, he knew he had a plan to get these boys over 6'8", and 6'9". Well, you out here with these little pixie dolls, and LeBron, you know, 6'8", and I think his wife was like 5'4", something like that. Mm. When you do that, Hopefully, you're hoping your kid takes after you. But if he don't, if he takes after his mom, then it's going to be a problem. The one thing you know, that guy's not going. He's his son, uh, Bronny, is not going to be six eight or six nine, and he's probably not going to even get a sniff at the league. Facts. I don't know, but I think those are facts. I think. Yeah. I think when you talk about now, I tell you who will though, Dwayne Wade's son. Good God. Zaire? Yeah, Zaire's nasty. He looks just Zaire's like his nasty. daddy. <laughs> he looks Z- just like his daddy. Yeah, Z- Zaire. Hey, I'm going to tell you what, Dwayne Wade's game is sort of people, he's, he, you know, they don't put him, they don't, they don't tie in great with Dwayne Wade sometimes. Right. You know, they, they, they don't. It just sort of like really good. But Dwayne Wade, I don't think because he had the super hops. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't super explosive off the floor. But Dwayne Wade was nasty, man. I mean, real primetime Dwayne Wade. He was nasty. I think injuries robbed him a lot of his legacy. Yeah. And then playing with other superstars when he got with the Shacks, when he got, you know, he was always in good teams. So I think that it mitigated his one on one, how useful he was and how effective he was. But uh, well, it tells you how smart he was too. Right. To be able to to be able to take his game and set it aside, and recruit in these top players to come in and play with him and make it work. Right. And keep making it work. Made it yeah. work to championships. So, hey, yeah. there are greater players uh, out there, but they didn't win the championships that he did. So, yeah. props to Chicago's own Dwayne Wade. We love you, and we love uh, your new shoes. And if you'd like to send us a pair at the Sizzle, we always uh, we need a size, what, I, I, We need a shoe sponsor. Well, hey, size. hey, hey, you know what? We've been going here for a while, all you people out here listening to us. 
Uh, and we're going to get, and we're going to keep rolling here. We're going to be across the country here pretty soon. Uh, we need to start. We need to start getting uh, some shoe deals yes. here going. Yes. You know, and, and and some merch. And you know, we we need to start making some things. Nike, Adidas. Let's get it going. Yeah. Help. I mean, get on the train while it's getting ready to come out the station. You don't want to try yeah. and jump on the train when it's flying down the track. It'll be too yeah. late then. Then you get run over. And then you're like, why right. can't I get on the train? Because it's already out the station. Because this over. is some entertaining talk right here. I'm telling you, if you're listening to us, you're driving down the road, talking about, where are these guys? I never heard these guys before. Hey, we, we have a good time. We're pretty well informed. And we're going to tell you just how we feel about stuff. You'll hear about us pretty soon. Well, if you are hearing about us pretty soon, because you're hearing about us right now, but I tell your friends out there too. Hey, man, tell everybody. Listen, if you're not following on us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, shame on you, number one. Go out there, like us, share, subscribe. That's all you have to do. It's a real simple formula. Just go like, share, subscribe. Okay, like, subscribe, share. However you want to do it, you can find us. You can find us wherever you find your best podcast. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're on Google Podcasts. We are everywhere, baby. Let me tell you something. If you don't find us, it's something wrong with you. It's something wrong with you. It's not us. It's something wrong with you. And you don't truly love sports if you're not listening to The Sizzle, the talk of the 219. We are the hottest talk in the 219, and we'll catch you on the other side. Hey man, your hair's a mess. You better call somebody to get the best haircut you can find, and that's Brandon Washington at Cold Cuts Barbershop. Yeah, I know, I know. You don't know what it's about. But let me tell you about Brandon Washington. He's a master barber with over 20 years of barbering experience. Brandon Washington and Cold Cuts Barbershop. 1223 Broadway, Gary, Indiana, 46407. And you can give him a call for an appointment at area code 219-793-2822. 219-793-2822. Cold Cuts Barbershop. CNA Auto Repair and Towing, 93 East Main Street, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 708-758-2855. Complete auto and collision repair at CNA Auto. You're listening to The Sizzle, 